Good morning, everybody. Today we are going to start Chapter 1 of Iggy is Better Than Ever by Annie Burroughs. Annie Burroughs is also the author of Ivy and Bean. So here we go, and we're going to learn more about Iggy. Chapter 1. What this book isn't about. You know those books where the main kid becomes a better person in the end? You should. You've read a million of them. For example, the main kid excludes another kid, and then another kid, the other kid wins some big thing like a race and becomes really popular, and then the main kid feels left out, and from this he learns to be nice and not exclude anyone ever again. The end. Sometimes the main kid is already okay in the beginning of the book, but he gets even better by the end. Say the main kid kills the basketball, but by the end of the book, he learns that people who play the flute are just as good as people who kill a basketball. The end. The main kid can also learn a rule, like don't light stuff on fire. Or he can learn to keep on trying even when the going gets tough. It can be anything. The point is for the main kid to be better at the end than he was in the beginning. Would you like to know why there are so many books about becoming a better person? Because grown-ups like it when kids get better. They think it's nice. And they're right, it is nice. Unfortunately, in this book, nobody gets any better. Sorry. Nobody gets any worse, though, so that's good. Iggy, that's the main kid, also known as the hero of this book, stays pretty much the same all the way through. He learns a few things, but they aren't things that are going to make him better. They're things about gardening, gardening supplies. But mostly... Iggy gets in trouble. He does thing one, and then thing two happens, and then unfortunately thing three happens too. Does he learn from the bad things he does? Does he say to himself, oh, that was really bad. I've learned my lesson. I'm going to stop doing that bad thing and become a better person. No, he doesn't. Some people think that kids will learn their lesson if they experience a terrible consequence when they do something wrong. For example, if you're not supposed to climb on the roof, but you do it anyway and fall off and break your leg, this will teach you never to climb on the roof again. This is the whole idea behind punishments. Punishments were invented for the times when you climb on the roof, but you don't end up with a broken leg. Grown-ups worry that you won't learn your lesson if there's no terrible consequence, so they make one up. That's what a punishment is. Does Iggy get punished for doing his bad things? He sure does. Do his punishments make him wish he hadn't done them? Not exactly. To tell the truth, Iggy would do them all over again in a second. Now, you're probably feeling kind of bad yourself because you're reading a book about a kid who doesn't get better. You're probably saying to yourself, Gosh, I wish I were reading a book about a kid who plants flowers by the side of the road instead of this book about Iggy getting in a bunch of trouble. Well, if that's how you're feeling, I have some good news for you. Even though Iggy doesn't get any better during this book, you will. By reading about the bad things Iggy does, you'll learn not to do those things, and that will make you a better person. Isn't that great? To help you become a better person, I'm going to include special notes after each bad thing Iggy does to remind you that A. Boy, was that bad. And B. Don't do that. I'll even put the notes in big type so you can show them to your grown-up and say, Look! reading this book is making me a better person. The big type will also make it easy for you to skip those parts if you don't want to read them. But 
enough about you. Let's get to the bad things Iggy does. And like most bad days, it began on a Monday. Here's Iggy on Monday morning. Yep, that's him. That's his bowl of cereal. That's his dad. That's his big sister, Mirabel. His little sister is still asleep. Why is his head on the table? Don't you ever put your head on the table? No. Well, aren't you polite? Iggy looks like he's asleep, but he's not. He's thinking. He's thinking about how much he doesn't want to go to school. Eat your breakfast, Ig, says his dad. I don't want to go to school, Iggy says. Actually, he yells it. But does anyone pay attention? No. Maribel says, I need a new backpack. His mom, who isn't in this picture because she's in the next room looking at her computer, says something about how terrible the traffic is. Then his dad says something else about how terrible the traffic is. Have you ever noticed how much time grown-ups spend talking about traffic? Iggy moans a little. Does anyone feel sorry for him? No. We all have problems, Ig. Stop moaning and eat your breakfast, says his dad. Guess what? You can eat breakfast and moan at the same time. Stop that. You like school, said Iggy's dad. Remember last week you said Miss Schulberger was your favorite teacher ever? Well, this is totally unfair. Miss Schulberger is Iggy's favorite teacher ever, but liking your teacher isn't the same as liking school. He would probably like Miss Schulberger even more if he only saw her once a month. Plus, he's only had four other teachers, so how can he know for sure that she's his favorite? Maybe next year in fifth grade he'll have a teacher he likes even better than Miss Schulberger, and he says this. Ha! Huh says Maribel. She's 11, so she's in middle school, but she used to go to Iggy's school. You only have either Mrs. Miss Keats or Miss Hackerman, and you better hope you get Miss Hackerman, because Miss Keats will kill you. Iggy frowns. Why would she kill him? Maribel leans over her cereal and whispers, In my year, there was this kid who fell out of his chair by mistake, and Miss Keats cut his hat. What do you mean, cut his hat? whispers Iggy. In the paper cutter, says Maribel. He fell out of his chair by mistake. So think what Miss Keats will do to you. Iggy thinks. He thinks about all the times he's fallen out of his chair on purpose. Sometimes he yells woo when he does it. Sometimes he pretends to trip when he's going to the whiteboard. And sometimes, hardly ever, he slides under the table and ties other kids' shoelaces together so they fall over when they stand up. Miss Keats probably would kill him. What about Miss Hackerman? Hackerman? Sounds like she'd kill him, too. Maribel shrugs. Miss Hackerman's nice. She wouldn't kill you because she likes everyone. But she's old. She could be gone by next year. She was sick for something like a month when I had her. And guess who our substitute was? Who? Mrs. Wander. Maribel grins at Iggy and makes a chopping motion across her throat. Ha! She chokes. Is Maribel choking on her cereal? No, she isn't. What is she doing then, and why? Let me explain. And that is the end of the chapter. Later on, you find out who Mrs. Wander is. So, look for Iggy is better than ever in the library. I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll read more later. Bye for now.